Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. And for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome in. We hope that you will subscribe, share, and review the show. In the hospitality industry, we are taught to focus on the guests. Our guest this week flips the script on that notion by putting employees first. In his book, The Confetti Culture Playbook, James Ferguson celebrates and centers the interests of employees and outlines initiatives to combat turnover and build a better culture. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. I'm Robin. And I'm Nikki. And today we are here and excited to welcome James Ferguson, author of the Confetti Culture Playbook. James, welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Um, As you know, we're huge fans of the book. We love your posts on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Every day is just a a burst of sunshine, just some joy to get us through the day. And um, first, I just want to know, like, who is James? Who's James Ferguson? Sure. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. You know, I'm just trying to put some good out there and and help people to see it. Obviously, our industry sees a lot of tough times. So uh, to be a shining light is important. But uh, yeah, so me, I've been in the the industry for, you know, almost 12 plus years at this point, started at the front desk, work my way up, um, you know, to give the, the long and the short of it, you know, I, I progressed very quickly. Uh, as many people do in our industry, it's a great industry to do that. in. you put the work in, you'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes with that, depending on who you're with and your surroundings and what you're taught, you can be taught the wrong things very quickly. And so what I did was I, I was taught a lot of the wrong things and I became a GM really quickly. Um, and even to this day, I don't put it on my resume that I was a GM at that time because I became very self-aware that I had the wrong habits and I wasn't worthy of the title. And if I had gone to another hotel with, you know, that attitude, then I would have had a very unsuccessful career. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I talk about things that I've made mistakes in in the book. I've talked about things that I've experienced that others have made mistakes. And um, the biggest thing that I'd like to teach about that, my journey is that same with anybody else's is that you learn from everybody, learn from the people you like, learn from the people you don't, and take the take both of those and shape yourself with it. And if yeah. you do that, you're going to find the greatest success because not only are you going to be self-aware, but you're also going to take the best out of people and build yourself from it. Wow. So That's... you wrote this book. I mean, first of all, where did you find the time? And uh, who's the book for? All right. So. As many people go through in our industry, yeah. uh, I've been, so in the last five, six, six years, I was in seasonal markets for a good bit of time and, and kind of moved around a little bit. And through that was laid off a couple of times. So okay. in 2016, I was laid off and wrote this playbook. Oh, um, okay. And this was a binder for myself. So yeah. what I did was I said, all right, I want to be set for success with the next job I have. I don't want to sit on my butt, get caught up on all these shows and be quote unquote out of shape for the next gig. So what I did was I said, what are the things that I can now have time to when you're not in the operations and too busy to, what can I say? These are things I need to improve on, but these are the things I need to be prepared with to really 
hit the ground running at the next job. So I created my own version of the playbook okay. with different training sheets and how to run huddle and all these different things that I felt were necessary, team building stuff. Uh, and then I got that next job and I used it and it helped me. And so in 2020, when a lot of us were impacted, mm. um, I had time on my hands, but I also was about to have my second child. So I was like, my time is going to be real tight soon. Yeah. So this may be a blessing in disguise. Let me take what I've learned and help someone else. And yeah. you know, the, the yes. goal with the book was just about helping improve the journey for the people coming up behind me, mm -hmm. you know, and you, and you said it a minute ago, like, that's, that's the biggest thing. And I think life, that's our purpose in life, right? Is to help someone behind us, whether it's our kids, our coworkers, our friends, family, whoever, we want to help people skip a couple steps. We want yeah. them to have a little less bruises and bumps. So uh, I kind of use what I've learned from other people and myself and put it in the book uh, to share it and help people to, you know, learn something and improve and, and maybe be a little more positive. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Go ahead, Nikki. Yeah, no, I was going to say, that's just the, the, just that you thought, let me create this playbook. You know, I think we all take things, we take and leave things from everywhere we work, everywhere we go, but to actually recognize and say, okay, I need to sit down. I need to map this out. What works, what doesn't work? How do we become successful? You know, the, I, I, I never have thought about it that way. And as most hoteliers, you know, we've had 15,000 jobs. So right. um, <laughs> to, to actually do that kind of self-assessment, that's huge. Yeah. That is yeah. huge. I agree with you. So for the book, so my second question was, you know, who's the book for? I know it's for leadership, uh, yep. the hospitality leadership. And sometimes, you know, like you get it, I get it. Nikki gets it. We're preaching to the choir a lot of times. Mm -hmm. How do we get it in the hands of the folks that don't think they need it? Well, I think that's, <laughs> you know, going back to the posts I do every day, I think yeah. bringing exposure to it. Yes. Um, yeah. I try and post at least once a day, every yeah. day about the book. And, and that's just to get, because sometimes, you know, looking at a book and you're like, oh, I don't have time for that. But if you have that one post that you see, right. like, oh, that kind of grabs my attention. What's that about? Yeah. And then, oh, let me look at the website at the bottom of that post. Yeah. What is that about? And then you kind of are like, all right, now I like, okay, that sounds like it's up yeah. my alley. So, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people need this. Uh, and I think it's hard to be self-aware and, and ask for help. There's always pride involved. And always. Um, a lot of people that have had a lot of experience feel like they don't need a playbook to tell them what to do. They know mm -hmm. what to do. Mm -hmm. um, but whether you're early in your career, late in your career, this book's for everybody. I mean, um, I think if you're early in your career, read it because you, you haven't had to experience it and you can yeah. learn it from me without having to. I think if you're right. later in your career, you need to get a refresher because we all know that the industry is not what it was. Right. Uh, and to, you know, because again, the things I talk about, I'm not reinventing the wheel. My hope right. is when people read it is it inspires new ideas or yes. it inspires you to just look outside of the book or talk with your team and empower them to come up with ideas. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, but it, it's, it's definitely useful. And I, I found uh, very quickly after putting it out that while it's written for buying for a hotel manager, it's really helpful to others uh, well beyond that our industry. Yeah. And I think that's been pretty exciting to see because again, it wasn't something I had intentionally done. It was just speaking to what I knew. Um, but it's great to see that it's, it's positively impacted others as well. Wow. It, 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 it is. I mean, and every day you get a positive nugget and something to implement. Um, 
what has been, I know you've got, you've gotten like great reviews on Amazon. What's the one that kind of like surprised you the most or where you were like, oh <laughs> yeah. You know, this is going to sound uh, surprising, um, but I think it, it was one of the first couple of reviews I got. And um, when I wrote the book, uh, because I have now three daughters, I was very conscious to write it uh, at certain points to include women and, and speak for and about women. And part of the maybe second chapter, I think, and it talks about how to be a leader and things like that. I used she and her in it to make yes. sure that there's inclusion in that. Yeah. And one of the things that the review said was that they appreciated that it wasn't just about he, him, you know, and, it, and it's so important that people understand. I mean, you guys know this just as well as I do. I mean, my hotel that I'm overseeing now, other than me, it's all women. I've promoted yeah. plenty of women. Uh, and so yeah. it's important to have that voice. So the fact that someone recognized that, yeah, it was such a small thing that I threw in there because I wanted to speak to my daughters when they read it down mm -hmm. the road. Mm -hmm. um, but to have someone identify with that and appreciate that was probably the most uh, exciting and impactful review I got. I mean, it, you can tell that it was very intentional because when I was reading it, I was like, okay, I see you, James <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs> Which is huge. Yeah. I mean, now not. you're you're seeing women in position in our industry, but yeah. it's taken a while to get there. Yeah. So the fact that you were able to put an eye on that and and say, you know what, I'm going to curve this this way. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it was such a you know, again, it's not necessarily the entire book is like that, but there was right. pieces right. where I, I right. put it in there. And the fact that someone read the entire book and that was something that stuck out, it, mm -hmm. it just means, means a lot that that. Yeah you know, was pulled from that. So it's, it's a really good thing. Yeah. Right. I so, enjoy how it's, okay. uh, it's a lot of micro bites and because sometimes when you're having the morning huddle or the stand up meeting or whatever, you know, you call it wherever you are, um, it's, it's always nice to end it on a positive note. And I feel like these, these just small micro bites of information, it's just enough. So mm -hmm. that you can whoop to the universe. We're going to have a great day. Let's go. Yeah. And here it is. I love that. Yeah. You've done yeah. some creative things and I absolutely love like the, the PDA wall, um, mm -hmm. the tennis shoes. I mean, there's so many, so many takeaways um, from the book and there's so much that resonated with me. I've got it like dog eared and, and, and highlighted and all this stuff. But a couple things that I love was the public display of appreciation. I absolutely love that with the wall. And I mean, it's, that's something that's so easy to do and implement. Talk about that a little bit and your, uh, and your inspiration for that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think we all need a little bit of buttering up every once in a while. And, and, and I can attest, I think I talk about in the book, like, you know, there's those days that aren't going well. There's those things yeah. you're going through in life that are challenging. And sometimes, you know, seeing something that's written about you and giving you that encouraging boost when even you can't give it to yourself mm. is so helpful. And so, um, you know, I always look at what I'm doing well beyond hotels, right? I'm not really improving a hotel business. I'm improving people and those people are responsible for the business. I love that. So, um, you know, creating a, a platform, you know, and it, nowadays there's, especially with like other businesses, since a lot of people are online now, like there's so many different digital platforms that can do something very similar. Uh, but because hotels are mostly, if not all in person, um, 
you know, you need to create that engagement wall and uh, the public display of appreciation or the kindness wall, as I say mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. you know, what I do is I write, throw kindness around like confetti and I put post-its all over the wall and just to let people engage with it and, yeah. and tell nice things like, and um, you know, it's just good to be very specific, like mm -hmm. telling people that they appreciate that you, you know, the elevator was down and you helped carry their, you know, housekeeping card up that day or yeah. stayed late because of this or that or whatever. And, or just saying like, Hey, thanks for being a good friend and listening to me the other day while I waited for the bus. Like those things really do make a difference. And the nice thing yeah. is it's a, a give and take. So you can take one, you can leave one. And um, a lot of people put them in their locker. They'll keep them in their wallet. And mm -hmm. It's just a great added gesture um, throughout the process of working at the hotel that, that helps uh, keep things positive. Love it. Um, one of the things I wrote down, um, because the book is absolutely employee centered and centered mm -hmm. on, um, you know, making the employees feel good about themselves and, you know, that how that translates to guest satisfaction, et cetera, and so on. Um, one of the things that I wrote was, um, employees are our greatest asset um, and the foundation of the success. You know, I, that just resonated Correct. with me because, you know, you come in and say, for instance, you, you work night audit or you work seven to three and, you know, you got to, if somebody calls out or if there's a, like here in Houston, if there's a hurricane, you stay over and, you know, you, you kind of go a little bit extra sometimes, uh, you know, in operations, um, it's nice to get an attaboy or a, you know, the, the appreciation where, you know what, you're keeping, you're keeping the building going, you know? Right. Um, I love that, that you recognize, you know, those things in people. Yeah. It's so important to do that. And, and, you know, it's definitely important to be specific, but it's also important to be proactive. So you mentioned night audit, right? It's like the, the people that aren't seen, but are so vital to the operation. Absolutely. You know, once a month I meet with the night auditors and take them to breakfast because not only are they my eyes and ears overnight, but mm -hmm. they also don't get seen by me. Yeah. So while I'm walking around all the time during the day and even into the evening, they still don't see me. So yeah. I need to provide my time to them so that they feel like, you know, they're valued and appreciated mm -hmm. and heard. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's so important to do that. And uh, you're right. Operations, there's, especially right now too, with staffing, I mean, it's just challenging. A lot of people are doing a lot of things and it can be tough, but um, the more that you're available to people and recognizing them, um, you know, I always say employees want to be seen, heard and supported. That's mm -hmm. it. That's how simple it is, but that's how hard that's it so is. Simple. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you're, if you're available to them, if you hear what they have to say and you go take action on it, then, you know, you're going to be running a pretty good operation. Awesome. So as you do your 30 minute, I know you said before you start your day, typically you'll walk around the hotel for 30 minutes just to kind of see what's going on. You know, just check in with everybody. How is that yep. received? Well, I think it's good. I mean, it's, it's always disheartening or, or frustrating to hear when I come into a property that when people say like, you're so different than everyone else that's ever, you know, run the hotel, like yeah. people that used to be in your role didn't do this. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, great. I'm glad that you, you're, you're seeing me see you, but then it's like, how long did that go on and how hard was that? Mm -hmm. And why did it have to be that way? Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it, it's, it's so important to check in and spread smiles. And a lot mm -hmm. of times what I do is I just high five everybody. Um, yeah. I'll check in and say, Hey, you need anything? High five. You know, how was breakfast? High five. Like what's mm -hmm. going on? Anything you mm -hmm. need? No. Okay. I'll see you at huddle. Yeah. Um, 
you know, because there's different parts throughout the day that I do that. But but again, the beginning and the end is so crucial because yeah. if you come in and go right to your desk, of course you have a hundred things you got to do. Yeah. But your team has a hundred things they'd love to talk to you about if you're ready to listen. Right. And mm-hmm. when you leave, you know, you got your kids and you got your plans and whatever that you want to go do, but they might have one more two or two more things to tell you or, or they need from you. Uh, and it's important to make sure that they get that time as well. So it is crucial and it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It could be 15, yeah. it could be 10, it could be five, you know, it's just, right. it's just mm-hmm. the gesture of having them see you and show that you care enough to come check in before you get into your day. Yeah. I love it. Love small, it. And, and it's just small things. That's the thing. People want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to feel appreciated, especially coming out of um, the pandemic where most people have worked and worked and they've been five different positions just saying, hey, thank you. I know it's tough. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. It, it goes it goes so much further, I think, than it ever has before. Yeah. Right. I would agree. Yeah. True. So. Um, gosh, what was the other thing I was going to ask you? Um, give us like maybe two or three things that are action items that somebody can take, um, just to do what you're doing, you know, enhance the employee experience. Well, look, I'm going to, I'm going to joke, but also be serious on this. So one of the things that I've been seeing on LinkedIn, I know you guys see it too. Um, and this isn't a dig at anybody, but <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> I see a lot of I, I see a lot of people celebrating the national holidays. Oh yeah. And while there's a great aspect to that, it's not what employees don't want to work for you. Like they're not going to come and interview and be like, "Do you guys celebrate Chocolate Chip Day? Wait, do right. you celebrate Lollipop Day? Because if you do, I'm in." No, right. They don't do exactly. That, right. So, so it's a nice gesture. And I think I say it in my book, right? Like there's this meme of the flex seal guy where there's water coming into a boat and he slaps the flex seal on there. And it, and it says something about like the manager getting them pizza is fixing the problem. Yeah. So, so, so celebrating national holidays is good, but I would love to see more on LinkedIn people listening to their employees mm-hmm. and taking action. So yeah. going back to the scene, heard and supported, one of the biggest things, not only the walkabouts that we just talked about, because really walking around, having your people be seen, heard, yeah. and supported, but then offering one that's a little more private, which is a suggestion box. Mm. Um, that can be super helpful as well as a one-on-one. And the most important thing with all those things, or, or two things, is you have to actively listen and yeah. then take immediate action. So immediate as an example, action. if an employee says, we're running low on linen, we're always waiting on our linen to come in then we need to buy linen. We don't wait or, or place right. blame. We buy linen. If an employee says at your culture committee that they think that they need snacks, then you get a vending machine. These are the things that I've been doing. You know, if, if it's, I want to clean up the property, but I don't have the tools to do the job. Yeah. You get me some pinchers for the, lo- the parking lot. Buy them that day. Hey, this earpiece is uncomfortable. Can you get a different one? Yes. Bought it on Amazon. Came the next yeah. day. You know, it's just mm-hmm. saying, what do you need? What can I do to solve it and do it? Yeah, And not only is that person in the moment going to appreciate that, feel seen, heard, and supported, but then on the flip side with that suggestion box, every time I put a session suggestion box up, above it, I put up what was suggested and the actions we took. Wow. Because oh, you, wow. Can, you, yeah. you can break down trust. And I heard this on a podcast the other day, like 
a lot of companies do employee surveys, but nobody ever tells anybody what they did with it. So no. then people feel resented. They feel like, why should I express anything? Because I don't know if it even got anywhere. Well, I don't want that to happen. So I put a, a poster right above it. It says, here's the seven things you recently suggested. Here's the seven things I did about it. And I always say, you, you can always, you can't always do everything they want, but you can always consider it. And if I can't do it, I'm going to tell you why, so that you at least know. It's not going to be missing from the list. It'll be there, but it'll tell you why. Um, and honestly, that's been the biggest factor, right? Because because mm-hmm. I've had, you know, where I'm at now, I, I've had the parties, I've had the lunches, yeah, I've thrown the confetti. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the actively listening and the immediate action that yeah. has changed the game. Uh, and wow. so, you know, talking about how much does it cost to change a culture doesn't change right. you change yeah. your approach change the way you're doing things and just listen right it's the same i always talk about my leadership style is like a parent i'm always looking to nurture and culture the behaviors i want to continue to see with my kids and with my team yeah um, and so if you're doing that actively with your team it's going to change the game yeah so when did you start implementing um the confetti culture from the playbook and uh, what was like an immediate success story or wh- where did you see like an immediate change? Oh my God, it works. This is it. You yeah. know, like, oh, okay. It really works. <laughs> well, I think like anything, it was a journey. I yeah. don't think there was one moment, one sure. situation that right. like was like, this is it. Yeah. But I think the progress and again, the self-awareness and mm-hmm. the including of other people. I mean, even in my acknowledgement in the book, I talk about family first and the team yeah. that I had uh, at one of my properties and how they were a big part of creating that culture at that property and how that worked. Um, but I think even now, like the things you talked about with my with the, the shoes recently, I, mm-hmm. I started to do that. That was actually inspired by something I saw on LinkedIn. That's not even in the book. Okay. So I think the, the idea is to not be stuck either. Like right. there's certain things in this book that will always be, that I'll always yeah. use, but there's other things that should change and should yeah. be adapted and should be heard by others and, and input. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, while this book talks about consistencies in certain areas, I think you should also have an open mind and be available to new ideas and be excited yeah. about that and, and also give credit, right? Like I think it was the, forget ho- what hotel is the Chicago property uh, that gave the idea of you guys still there? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, gave the idea of the shoes. They had opened mm-hmm. their property and their opening gift to their team was these custom converses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd reach out to the HRD and was like, Hey, why did you do that? Give me some more insight. And I was like, what if I used it in my own way and did it for the quarterly award? And now it's a wearable item. Yeah. People are excited mm-hmm. about like, Oh, I want those shoes. Like, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so it's just, you know, I'm not, look, I'm not a genius. I don't have these like brilliant, again, I'm not reinventing the wheel. I'm just listening to everybody, not yeah. just my team, but my LinkedIn, you know, followers and, and mm-hmm. people that I follow and, you know, my friends and my mentors and all that, like everybody has ideas. So, um, you know, listening and, and adapting and uh, making the adjustment is really what it's about. Well, I, I, I think the book is brilliant because um, it, it's, again, it's a snack of a book, fast read with really, um, you know, with action items that you can implement immediately. It doesn't cost a lot. And also, you know, going back to the beginning, it's, it's mindset. So we right. want to get it 
into as many hands um, as we can. Um, so where can people find you and get this confetti culture playbook? So you can go to the confetticulturepaybook.com. Uh, on there, you can get the book, you can get uh, PDF resources, you can reach out to me if you want to have a leadership um, meeting and, and get a bunch of books. There's bulk order options. Yeah. Um, there's a podcast that talks about things with the book. Um, you know, there's a lot of good things in there and yeah. you can see the feedback and everything else. And, and again, follow me on LinkedIn because uh, every day I post something um, that has to do with the book and encouraging people to, to make those adjustments. And um, you know, yeah, I'm really excited about where it's headed and where it's going. And I appreciate you guys, you know, have me on. It's, it's, this definitely has opened a lot of doors and, and that's been an exciting process. That's good. That's really good. Tell us something that you want us to know that maybe we did not ask that mm. we'd like to share. I mean, we'll put all of your info in the show notes, but anything else, any other um, uh, points or, you know, or, or it's something that you wish you knew earlier. Ah. Well, that's, that's a good question. I'll, I'll answer both <laughs> and do it quickly. So we don't overdo the time here, but no, we're I think the biggest thing that I learned uh, in my career is that when you're, when you're first in a leadership role, you're a good, you're a doer, right? Yeah. You're not a leader, you're a doer. And it's hard to make that adjustment. And a lot of times we withhold information because we want to have the power. We want to be yeah. valuable to our mm -hmm. teams or the people that pay us every week. So my recommendation to my younger self or to those listening that are earlier in the career is don't withhold information, give it away. Mm -hmm. My book, I've given it away. Yeah. Um, it's not about making money. It's about making impact. And if you want to find success in your career, it's not about pushing people around. It's about pushing people up and helping people elevate and be better from you. Um, and, you know, that's the biggest thing is, you know, you don't want to be holding information and being that isolation that leaves and then no one has anything. You want to be the guy or girl that yeah. gives everything away and make sure that everyone is successful because you were there, even if you're gone. Um, and then I guess the, the only other thing is just, you know, and I, I think I wrote it in your book when I sent it to you. Um, you know, my goal with this book is to have people be positively contagious as a leader and to love, serve and care for their employees like family. So um, just just know that this confetti is contagious. Oh, you I as love a leader it. is contagious. <laughs> and uh, for those uh, listening, just remember to be positive and, and remember the impact you do have. It is strong and it is uh, a good one if you use it right. We love it. Thank you so much, James mm -hmm. Ferguson. You are awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.